Hey guys, it's Miss B back with another podcast. First, I want to start off by saying Happy New Year to everyone and everybody. I hope your new year starting off all right or manageable and or peaceful. My new year is starting off pretty well. I just had a job interview, so fingers crossed, you guys, for me. Um, but yeah, everything is going all right so far. <coughs> Excuse me. I am managing still my own postpartum and uh, postpartum slash anxiety, but I'm getting through it. You know, it's just day by day. You take it one day at a time. Um, but yeah, everything is going pretty well. I had a great Christmas. It was, I went to see my family in the city, um, and then my man's family in the city. So that's good. Um, but yeah, my family saw my, my son for the first time. My, like my, like my grandma and uncles and them, they saw him and everything like that. Oh, and shout out to my baby sister, Victoria. She's officially a Marine now, like a U.S. Marine. She graduates, I believe, next Friday. Yep, she graduates. So shout out to her. Keep her in your prayers or thoughts. If you do, if you don't, that's okay. She's definitely in mine. But yes, I'm so proud of her. Um, And she's a college graduate. She graduated college, I think, in 2020 during the pandemic. So a college graduate and a U.S. Marine all before the age of 25. Like, I'm so proud of her. But yeah, so um, so far, good things are happening, are in place. I'm trying to, you know, just keep a positive attitude and a good headspace. So, you know, things will just come naturally. I'm not trying to rush anything or push anything or force anything. That's what we should all do for this New Year's. Not try to push or force things to happen. Just let them happen. Now, forcing something to happen and working so something could happen is two different things. So just wanted to put that out there. But yeah, um, and once again, sorry I didn't start off with this, but thank you to all my listeners and supporters. I really appreciate you guys playing these episodes. Um, so I may have miscounted the plays. I thought I was about to be at 2,000, but I forgot that before you get to 2,000, you got to have 1,999. I just had 1,099. So now I'm at 1,100, I think. Yeah, now I'm at 1,100. So 2,000, here we come. But um, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for pressing play. Like, oh, it means so much to me that you guys still want to listen to me talk and everything. I really appreciate it. But now, let's get back into the podcast. Oh, but before I do that... I still have things coming if I, um, once I get this new job, things will be coming. In addition to the podcast, things will be coming. That's all I'm going to say on that. But I didn't forget about everything that I've told you guys about for the longest, the business, SYAs, something else I'm currently, two things I'm currently also working on. There is all coming in due time, I promise you. Once it comes, you guys are going to be like, Wow. But yeah, so that's all I'm going to say on that. But um, yeah, so let's get into the podcast. So 
This episode is going to be called, because I had two topics I was debating about, but you know what? Mm, I'm going to just go with the one I feel comfortable with now. So this episode is going to be called Zillennial. Yes, Zillennial. Not Millennial, not Gen Z. Zillennial. That's people in my age group. I believe that's like, what, the 24, I'm 25, so 25, 26. And I think maybe 24 and 23, maybe. Yeah. So from the ages of 20, uh, let's say 20 to 26, maybe 27. Let's say that. Those are, I, I think that's the millennial generation right there. Um, yes, because we, so if I explain what a millennial is, that's basically a combination of the millennial generation. And that's like from, I think, 1989, I believe, to 1994, I'm assuming. And then Gen Z is from like 2000 or 2001 up until maybe 2010. I'm not sure. But yeah, so I'm like right in the middle. I'm like the the bridge or the gap between those two age groups where like, I know how to work a VCR and I know what a CD player is and I know what a tape recorder is, but I also know how to work an iPhone and I know how to stream and stuff like that. So like basically in between the two, if anything, my generation, we literally saw the transition from freaking like tape recorders and DVD. Does anybody still use a DVD player? I don't even know if kids in these days know what a DVD player is. Or, like, if if you was, like, if your family had things together back then, you had the combo where it had a DVD player and a VCR player in the same combo. I don't know if kids even know about that now. I think, you know, if you ask a kid, they know what a tape is or a VCR is. They gonna look at you like you crazy. Like, I even know how to change the time on a VCR. Yes, I know how to do that. But, yeah. Um, so, yes, I'm just going to explain what a zillennial is and probably some of our struggles and tribulations that we're going through and some of the good things that we have experienced. So, yeah, that's one of the good things, you know, the, tr- the transition of tech technology advancement and stuff like that but then also <laughs> the trials and tribulations is since like i said we're zillennials we're also part of the we're also part of the millennial group the millennial group that's the ones that's like working a lot now and basically getting nothing to show for it like you're working eight hour 12 hour shifts and freaking, you can't even afford a decent house and a car. You could probably afford a nice one, maybe, maybe two-bedroom apartment. And maybe have a, I, can't, I don't even want to say a decent car. I'm going to just say a necessity car. Meaning it just gets you from point A to point B. Like, you don't even have enough money to focus on, oh, I want to get a 2010 or a 2015 type of car. Because unfortunately, now the times have changed. Like, we literally are just working just to survive. Like this generation has is like one of the hardest generations to live in. Cause like back in the day, if you work twelve eight hours a day, you can da- you can freaking damn near buy a whole house. And like I said, these problems that I'm discussing, 
they're what I'm facing in America, the United States. I don't know if any other of you guys or any other zillennials are facing these problems in the world. Like, I don't know. I know times have changed in different countries, of course, because times change everywhere. But I don't know how the government is working in other countries. But I know in America, it's just going, it feels like it's going backwards. Like, why, how come my grandparents can basically just work a fast food job for most of their life and still afford to have a house and feed four to six, maybe even 10 kids on just one person working while the wife stays home. But now here we are working two, one job, two jobs. And some of us are even working three jobs and we are struggling like literally struggling or not struggling, just making ends meet. Like we just, we're just making it to like have a decent apartment. Like we can't, like we're not even making enough money now to say most of us can get a house, not an apartment, a house, meaning you have a front. And when I talk about house, I'm not saying a house that you live in, then you, and then you live in a section of the house. No. I'm talking about a house where you have the entire house, living room, kitchen, backyard, front yard, upstairs, downstairs. That's what I mean by house. Not you just living upstairs in the upper level of the house. No, that's basically an apartment. It's just in the house. Um, but yeah, like I don't understand. And then I have now, like I've seen last year, like baby or probably even still now this year, Baby boom, like the boomer generation is saying, oh, you guys don't work hard enough. Like, excuse me? Like, I'm sorry. The house that you bought back in 1983, that was only $1,000 or two grand, is now freaking 50000 maybe even $500,000 now. How can you equate my work ethic with me being able to afford the home from your time period? Like, just because I can't afford what you could afford back in the 1980s does not mean I'm not working hard enough. If anything, I'm working harder than you. You only had to have one job, one income coming in for your time period. I got to have two and three. That's why so many of us now want to start our own businesses because that way we can make money in our sleep and have enough money to live the American dream, which is not even, which is literally a dream now. It's not even a goal to reach for. It's a dream for most of us. And when I say most of us, I'm talking about the people that's all the people that's supporting celebrities and all these other influencers, us. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the singers, the rappers, the influencers or the other CEOs. No, I'm talking about people like me that's at home working a job every other day. Well, hopefully when I start, fingers crossed, working every day to make ends meet. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about the people who still has to get on food stamps and use that to buy food and they have a full-time job. Like, from what I understood, maybe even what? Probably four years ago, if you had a great job, like a decent job, you didn't even need food stamps because you were still making enough to have some money to pay the bills and still have enough money to live life, which is essential. Like now, freaking, there's, I saw in the news last year, people are working so much that they're beginning to have like some type of mental breakdown 
And this is my generation, zillennials and millennials. Like, this is my generation. Like, they're working so much that they're having mental breakdowns and nervous breakdowns and anxiety attacks and, and, and panic attacks because, like, they're just working. They're not living. So it's like being a zillennial now, it's, it's difficult. It's really, really difficult. But then again, like I said, my generation also has, like, brought forth a lot of entrepreneurs, which I really commend that, which shows we truly do have the work ethic. We really do. We just want something to show for it. We have nothing to show for it, like, at all. And that's sad. And that's why a lot of us, zillennials and millennials, we like nostalgic things that remind us, like, old Disney TV shows or, like, commercials that we used to watch when we was a kid because... The time we're living in now, it's just like, it's almost to the point of becoming unbearable. Almost. It's not there yet, but it's getting there. Like, where it's just like, wow. Like, so for us to escape that, we just, you know, we go back to nostalgic things. Or we reminisce about things from our past. And that's why a lot of us, we miss freaking silly bands and for those of you who are my age group you know what the silly bands are like those freaking weird looking rubber band bracelets that came in everything they had animals they came in shapes of food different colors or we freaking we miss game boys or the first playstation or playstation 2 or our favorite shows my show on disney channel honestly People might judge me. I don't really care. My favorite show was Hannah Montana because my boy Jackson was hilarious. Like, I don't know why. I just, I liked it. But behind Hannah Montana, it was Where's the Royalty Place? Well, well, you know what? I'm going to even put her above Hannah Montana. I'm going to see That's So Raven. That was my show because Raven was stupid. But freaking, I even like some of the Cartoon Network shows like Billy and the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And covers the cowardly dog. Uh, like, my generation, we had, like, I was watching a TikTok, and it said, like, my generation, we had scary movies that were literally for our age group. Like, kids now, they don't have a genre of horror or scary for their age group. Like, the stuff that TV makes now that's considered child scary is BS. Like, for my age group, we had goosebumps. That was Goosebumps. Like, what? The, even the theme song to Goosebumps was popping. Like, we had freaking... What else was it? It wasn't just Goosebumps. Like I said, Courage the Cowardly Dog, where it, like, it gave you like a creepy, eerie type feeling. But I loved it. Like, what else? Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas. I was like, kid heart. Like, kids scary. Were, like It was genuinely... It made you jump as a kid. Like, now... Kids basically got to watch rated R movies for horror to get scared because it's ridiculous. But um, what else do we have in mind? Like, uh, there was just so much that we had for our generation where we literally, I wish I would have endured it or endured into it more when I was that age. If I would have known times are going to be like this, like I really would have enjoyed being a child a lot more and a lot longer if I knew times because our parents told us you're going to wish you was a kid when you grow up like you don't rush to grow up and now here we are grown up and it's 
it's hell. <coughs> it's hell, basically. But there's still hope because, like I said, most of us now we're really trying to go to go into work for ourselves, or we just really trying to push through. And hopefully, there's a <laughs> there we get a break. Meaning, hopefully, I don't know, minimum wage really really goes like it really increases, or inflation goes down. Or it's called deflation, but like, yeah, man, being a zillennial, it's just, we literally saw, like, I remember, I remember when Black Friday was Black Friday, like, <laughs> Black Friday was literally that, like, you you could get a $400 TV for freaking 250 200 maybe even lower than that when I was growing up now like last year the highest percentage i saw for anything off was 40 percent. i'm not even joking like literally i didn't see nothing that said 50 percent. i didn't see nothing that said buy one get one free nothing i saw buy two get one free but you spending double the money just to get one thing free like back in the day it was buy one get one free like it was crazy i remember freaking like, the holidays used to really holiday. Like, when I was still young, like, between the ages of 13 and 16, Halloween happened at night. Like, we would literally wait to go trick-or-treating at nighttime when it was dark. Now, kids come out when the sun is still up. That's not Halloween. That's that's hollow day. Like, that's not even Halloween anymore. Like, when I was growing up in school, we had book fairs. Do schools still have book fairs? Like, that's probably why kids is not, I'm not, even, I'm not saying they're dumb, but they have no motivation to learn now. Like, when I was a kid, I had motivation to learn. Like, we look forward to stuff like book fairs or whoever could read the most books got an award. Like, do do schools even do that anymore? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, kid. But I think the reason why kids now don't care about freaking passing or doing good in school is because they see how the economy and how this country is falling apart. And in their head, it's like, what's the point? So it's not that they don't care. They just, they have no motivation to do good in school. Because it's like, they see kids who do good in school eventually, after they graduate, they go downhill from there. Because they've been focusing on school all their life. Or... Or freaking, they, I don't know. Like, yeah, they freaking get lost in life because they've been focusing on school all their life. Or sometimes they do become successful and get a good job or they do go to college. But that's very rare, like very, very rare nowadays. Like most of us millennials probably got a college degree and we don't even have the job that matches our college degree. And that's not even probably Zelenia. That's probably, like, from boomers to up, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, like, I just wanted to discuss that. Because, you know, everybody has their struggles. But when you literally seen the, like, when you literally watch the change from how it was in the 80s and the 90s. And you're, and you see the transition going into the 2000s. It's just, like. Whoa. I thought you could say it's whoa.
like in a good and in a bad way because <sighs> I don't know man honestly for me I just feel like I hope things change for the better but right now the only great thing so far honestly ever since I've been alive that I've seen for this country this is just my opinion for America is that we had a black president like I don't if there's anything else leave it in the comments but that's the only thing I could think of that's really historic that put a handprint oh wait we got a black lady vice president I guess that's great too but other than that it's like I don't know man <laughs> I don't know uh, so it's up to us and Gen Z and I guess I think it's called Generation Alpha so, you know, we have, we probably just have to break this whole structure of the country down and start a new one, basically. Because the old structure and system for this country clearly is not working anymore. If it was working, they wouldn't have inflation going up as high as it is. So, we just need to change the whole structure and change it for the better. But that's just me speaking from a Zillennium. So, ooh, this one's a, this podcast is a little long, so you guys don't have to listen to the whole thing. But I just want to say thank you for everybody listening once again. I love you guys, and this is Miss B signing off. <laughs>